0: Okay.
1: All right. Uh, we've got, I think, some new people. i before, but I wasn't here really last week. Uh, anybody here never seen The Office before? Raise your hands. Uh, never? Yes. Okay. That's good. Uh, in this episode, it's going to be take a long time to get to anything meaningful. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying a, to in the other door, but
0: it was locked. Yeah. Do you mind
1: opening that? Just crack that open, because
0: you want to leave room, want the Not
1: spirit to come in. Not everybody is as yeah. brave as Josh walking in the
0: front.
1: <laughs> um, it's going to take a while to get to something. I mean, there's always something we can find. talk yeah, about. Yeah, dual listening, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. So we're, there's always some things. I, you'll probably catch some things that I didn't catch, but at the end, I think there's definitely some things
0: we can all talk Absolutely.
1: about. Absolutely. Um, it's one of those episodes where Michael Scott... Just makes you cringe and some of you may need to leave the room I you know Wendy probably has to leave the room it's business school oh. Oh. so it's very 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 fun. Um I've
2: always wanted oh, to tear it. up
1: somebody's textbook in my class oh I love it oh I love it um, so um, one thing to think about while we're watching is um, what characters are in a state of denial so that's kind of a the theme is, that we want to draw out of it is, um, you know, a lot of times we live in denial about what's really true about ourselves. Of course, Michael Scott does that all the time, and this is a great example of that. But if you catch other things of that as well, we can discuss those uh, after the episode. But it is funny, so we'll enjoy it. Here we go. <laughs> um, okay, um, I'm just going to say let's start in the back left. <laughs> so, uh, you guys get to start our discussion. What are some ideas you have? Um, we
2: can I talk about,
1: are you doing Um, I don't know, I feel like just knowing the office, I focused in on, like, Ann and her just being in denial about her relationship with Roy and like read the seasons where it goes and just like, um, even like Oscar and Oscar's partner were saying with her art, like it takes bravery and honesty to be able to be an artist. And once Pam starts, I don't know, embodying those things and actually ends her relationship with Rory and kind of sees it for what it is then she can be honest with herself and see the truth of how this relationship is not what she wants. And even though it's hard, it does in a
2: sense like set free Mm -hmm. from that to where
0: good yeah. things can come yeah. from And then I said um, the whole idea of Michael doing the whole like you know, denial that computers were replacing, <laughs> you know, paper yeah. as it's like the you know, oh, you know, paper will always be around. like how many of you write anything on paper, you know, unless it's you know like official documentation <laughs> or it's not that common anymore.
1: Yeah. We do all our college papers on computers these days,
0: and you know, it's it just shows that you know. And then there's of course the you know how you know can go into the how things were done versus how they are changing mm-hmm. to you know being done a completely different
1: way. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know. We don't know what the future holds. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's really good. Um, so, you, there are moments that we can see, like in relationships like him and Roy's, where once you come to the truth and accept that, then you can move on to something better. And I wonder how that is sometimes spiritually if we need to be awake, you know, be, once we're made aware of something that we need to change and we make the change, and it's kind of scary to make the change do mm-hmm. you it know, grow to something bigger. Better. Good, good. All right, um, let's go around this way. So, this general area. You want to add? Um. So something I was talking about was uh, kind of how when Michael got really mad, he was in the moment and he stormed out of the uh, hall, uh, and then in the car. Like later, he's. Like, upset, pouty, uh, but then he ends up forgiving Ryan in the end, uh, by sending, him, like, not firing him, and just sending him into the annex, um, and it, it's very, like, very forgiving and everything, in the like, grand scheme of things, how true he is. Yeah. Managers don't fire people, they hire people. <laughs> it is <fire. laughs> It is <fire. laughs> You know, uh, you gotta coach people up. You gotta give them, you know, don't just give up
0: on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That is. Okay. I uh, just. The thing we
1: were kind of wondering is if you could ever consider how it would be a good thing, because Michael's very much in denial about how bad of a situation Governor Rifflin is, but uh, it's to the extent that it allows him to keep working and doing what he's doing, taking care of employees, you know, instead of just giving up. Um, So it's kind of a question at that point uh, where the line is, I guess, between denial of, you know, the facts and what's in front of you and just hope of what things could be. So the first statement was: Is denial ever a good thing? I mean, is it ever? I was telling Patrick there are some things I don't really want to know the truth about. <laughs> so I um, don't, you know, like um, I don't really want to give. Here's an example I, I just thought of: it, it was um, this isn't necessarily denial, but it's it's a case where telling the truth to somebody may not. I mean, may not be necessary. So at the lunch table with my colleagues, one guy had something something on his nose, right? And he was sat talking, and he was really excited, about what and it would have been a total distraction to say, wait, you got you know, it would have just derailed this whole thing. So, you know, I had to wait, and we all knew that he had something on his nose, but no one wanted to tell him. It, it was really awkward, because everybody knew, but nobody wanted to tell him, and you just wanted him to get through this thing so that it would pass, and you could say, by the way, you got <laughs> But you know, did he, did he want to know? Would you want to know if there's. I mean, you'd want to know, but. but that's, I don't know. There's I don't know. some things I'd rather not know, I think. I'd rather just live in that. You know, if it's not. I would want
0: to know. Is i not fucking a big dum-dum? No, no, Well, I was up here telling the whole story. <laughs> if you're having
1: a good yeah. time. <laughs> And then somebody tells you later, by the way, you know, blah blah blah. You're like, oh wow. Well.
0: But then you forget my story because now we're laughing at you with your guacamole on your face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anything
1: else up here? Yeah. Um, regarding like Pam's art, I thought it was cool because, I mean. At first, like the old lady kind of rejects it and walks away, and then Oscar and his partner just kind of look at it, and the guy calls it motel art, and they leave. But um, Michael comes in and he like gushes over it, not because it's like particularly good. I mean, it was fine, but like I think he likes it more because it's a picture of the office, and like it represents Pam, who likes Pam, and it represents the Dunder Mifflin. Family. And in
0: that way, Pam kind of received some grace that's, I feel like. that's right, and I think that that's that's a great point because and the timing is everything, like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like if Michael came first and did what he did, it wouldn't have near the the weight and the effect that it was received when it happened as the last thing. Because only when she was like just done, because. Mm-hmm. She'd been rejected by office and strangers and a loved one. And she was ready to receive that, right? She could receive it fully. And 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 had no other response but to but to hug the one that was delivering the vents. Her weakness. Right. That's right. That's
1: good. That's good. Very good. Yeah. Over here? Yeah, what do you guys want to share? Um I thought it was interesting, like, Dwight's denial is of reality completely. He just <laughs> doesn't realize what's happening in the real world. And Jim and Karen playing the prank on him that he's turning him into a vampire, further pushes Dwight into a denial of reality. Like, we can be very easily led astray yeah. by others. Yeah. yeah, we can. Especially Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like really linked to his arrogance, like he's just omniscient in his own line. like he's an expert on everything. Yeah. So like, there's no chance of him like facing humility or uh, receiving grace. Yeah. He's always yeah. right. Yeah. And you guys, what do you ask? Some of already made but I
0: love yeah. the, the art at the
1: end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, We kind of talked about Michael's character a little bit um, with a, with a few things. The biggest thing, of course, was with uh, Pam. In the end, when you saw Pam at the art museum, you were expecting like, oh, Jim's gonna pull through it and Jim's gonna show up. But it was it was Michael. After he had like the horrible bad day he had, he still prioritized Pam, and then like you said, right. showed her grace. And then also the thing we also mentioned with Ryan, like even though Ryan like betrayed him in front of all of his colleagues or whatever. Um, he really he still forgave them in the end. So we just, re- we really appreciated Michael's like, even though he has some, like we were talking about, like he always either all or nothing all the time, sometimes that can be a good thing, and it, it really helped him <coughs> with the relationships with other people in this
0: episode. Uh, strip. Strip. Last that's true. That's good. My back then, I'm gonna
1: start with a side note about the nose thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> my mom said the sound of the brain is that person is yeah, George. <laughs> I, did, I did tell him that he had something on his nose, but I didn't want to interrupt his whole thing. Yeah, but you interrupted him being
0: He's still thinking about <laughs> that right now. Yeah, <laughs> <coughs> we discussed how um, the unlikely uh, show of compassion and appreciation came from the, the most unlikely source. Mm-hmm. It may have been partly out of uh, his own rejection, but you know, I felt like it went completely that because the building, the artwork of the building, wasn't personal. He knows an mm-hmm. initial appreciation for the art, art is something. Yeah, that's good. I have a comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. No,
2: go. I have a comment about the denial um, comment yeah. that was made. I just, I just feel that denial sometimes can be. Um, because it's used as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are not ready to receive. So until they are ready to receive, that denial is a good
1: thing. Yeah, that's a good point. That's kind of the point I was trying to make about the next one. <laughs> I
2: think sometimes if you watch the series, there this for Better Mifflin, I think it goes through its um, things, but you can't have a manager who does not believe in that business, no matter what the business is. Right. Michael believes in that business with all his being, and you can see through the series that he is one of the highest salesmen, the highest, his regional, he does very well, and what's ironic about all this is if Michael weren't so grandiose and oblivious of himself, he could have given a really great business lecture. Because he has skills that make him successful in what he does Mm -hmm. and you see hints of that like when he said to Ryan, you don't hire, you hire, he he said it wrong but again he's right in a way about what a manager does and he he inspires his employees and that's what Michael does. So it's kind of a missed opportunity, and sad that people were asking questions based on assuming this business is going to be a failure. They weren't even asking the right questions. They didn't appreciate what Michael had to offer. Um, He does. I think Michael has a lot to offer. Unfortunately, he doesn't know how to express it. (laughs) He's just a hoot. And I do
1: think the timing is key because in the parable of the prodigal son, for example, you know the prodigal son goes out and spins all the thing, and then he's in the pig pen, and then it's the text as he comes to his senses. Right. So you do maybe he he it took all that to get to a point where he could then accept and not deny the situation. I really am
0: lost. I really do need to return. So sometimes it's it's all a process that, that leads you back. To it. Yep. And I think maybe the, the, the last thing I'll say is as way we get out before we leave is, may, where are you in this process of denial and reality? Like, where, where are you on this journey? Like, are you, as we just described in The Prodigal Son, like, are you in the moment where you're about to have the wake-up call of reality You know, or are you where Pam's at, where it's like, okay, like I've been rejected I've been denied I'm realizing that I wasn't this and now I'm ready to receive the grace whatever that looks like um, because I, I, I was telling, telling Georgia I think that it, the question I have is Are is there any of us that are not in some some season of denial like denying something that is like we're we we have not realized that what we are thinking or being or doing is you know kind of skewed or, or off base, but we're in denial of that. I don't know. I think that we might, we may all be in that in that pit in some way or another. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a few of us out there that are fully awake always and knows what's what's actually happening. Probably not. Probably not. All right. Have a good week. We'll have maybe two more of these and then we'll be done with the office
2: and onto another
0: series. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your good discussion. Thank you. Have a good day.